Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, we welcome you back. Justin Kinner with you here on 1410 ESPN Radio. Let's get to our next guest and talk a little Cincinnati Reds baseball. We have Cincinnati Reds pitcher TJ Antone joining us. TJ, welcome in, man. How are you? Hey, thank you for having me. No, I appreciate it. Look, uh, for one, I just want to say congratulations on completing your rookie season. What a season at that. I promise no one ever forgets their rookie year, but you're definitely not going to forget it. You know, kind of playing during a pandemic. I highly doubt you're ever going to forget that. Oh, man. Yeah, what a year it was. Um, I mean, you're right. It, it was a crazy year, and um, all the all the guys on my team were like, don't even think about this being your rookie year. Like, next year is going to be your rookie year because, you know, some of the fun things that go on um, – with you know your rookie year, we didn't get to do so. But yeah, it was still very exciting, and uh, I had a great time. You know, you have you've had time to reflect on your rookie season a little bit now. You just touched on it a little bit, but how would you summarize your rookie experience at that? I mean, I know next year you said that your teammates told you, "Hey, next year's your real rookie year." But how would you summarize everything you went through this season in, in preparing mentally and physically with all the roadblocks in place due to COVID? Walk, summarize your rookie experience from an individual standpoint and from a team standpoint. Yeah. So. Um you know, I, everyone, you know, didn't know what was going to go on with this year. And um, I've just learned in life with every, like, setback, there's going to be an opportunity presents itself. Like, that's something my dad always uh, always showed me and um, told me. And so I knew that with this this year and the roster being extended, um, there would be an opportunity. And I did not want to miss it. And um, so I, during the quarantine, when we actually, everyone went home after spring training 1.0, um, I mean, I, I locked it in extra, and uh, I, I took the time, and I was very meticulous about my training, and and uh, stayed on top of it. And I, I had just kind of built off of what I did all off season. Um, I, I came back in the spring training 1.0, and I was throwing a little bit harder, and, and I was like, dang, I don't want to, I don't want to lose any of this. So I, I stayed on top of my training, and and uh, when I showed up to spring training 2.0, um, some of those like some of those things I'd been working on showed up. Um, so personally, like on an individual. Um, summary. I felt like I was very pleased with um, kind of how I did and how like my training kind of showed up. And um, you, you know, just like you reap what you sow. I feel mm-hmm. like, and, and I, I was working my butt off in the off season and then quarantine, and and I feel like I, I deserved every every bit of it. Um, but at the same time, there was a lot to be learned. Um, it was a crazy year. The, the yeah, talent up there is next level. I mean, they always talk about, oh, when you go to the big leagues, it's different, and they're no joke. <laughs> those, those hitters don't miss, and um, your your miss zones are very small. And so it was not only a long experience on the field and against uh, some of those great hitters that I faced, but off the field as well. There's a lot of uh, things that I just learned from, you know, the great pitchers on our team. I mean, everyone on our team was absolutely incredible that I learned from, um, from Sonny to Trevor, to Amir, I mean, literally every pitcher. I, I threw with Robert Stevenson every day. I mean, just every single Lucas Sims, every every single pitcher on our team. Um, I was I was trying to learn from, and um, everyone has something special that they bring to the table. And I, I did not want to miss out on any of it, so I was all ears. Um, and it, it was just really fun uh, on the team aspect. You know, we we 
knew we had 60 games and, and we knew that uh, we had a chance. We knew we had a special team. Um, it was a little rocky off the start. We started falling behind, but uh, we, cut, we caught some wind and, and we went and uh, we just went for it. And you know what? We made the playoffs and that was great. It was, you know, first time in uh, I forget how many years, <laughs> quite a few years. And, um, you know, it, it wasn't the outcome we expected. Um, you know, we were kind of the hot, streaky team, the big ball team, hitting a lot of home runs. Um, you know, and we, and we had a couple, you know, two bad bad games, and that happens. But, um, you know, I'm excited going forward. Uh, this is a really exciting team. And, and as you can see, there's a lot of moves being made. Um, but I think, uh, I think there's some special things kind of moving along with the Reds right now. Yeah, and you know, what's funny is you said, you know, it's no joke when they say, oh man, when you get to the big leagues, you know, those guys, you know, they're, they're tough outs. Let's take me back to your debut because, look, I mean, when you come out of the bullpen, a lot of times you're not coming into a clean-cut situation. Some, you're, a lot of times you're coming in with runners on base, you know, trying to get your starter out of a jam. But you had to really get your starter out of a jam. You made your debut in, what, early season, late July, which sounds strange to talking about baseball, early season, late <laughs> July. Um, but you, you come in against the Cubs early season, and you come in, what, in the second inning to relieve Wade Miley – Walk me through that. At what point throughout that game did you start realizing, oh, man, I might I might have to be the one that comes in to to clean up this mess, and you're going to be responsible for more than just an inning or two. At what point did that become the reality for you watching that game? Yeah, so um, I knew my role. Um, I'm the cleanup guy, and I knew that I had the ability to go extra innings. And, um, you know, so I was down at the bullpen, and I was paying attention, and his first inning was a little rough, and mm-hmm. – um, our, our bullpen coach looked over at me and he was like, "Hey, it's you. If something happens," and I was like, "Oh God!" <laughs> um, and so I, I was a little freaking out. And then uh, it was all good. As second, you know, he got out of the first inning, and then went in the second inning, and and I, I, I can kind of tell he wasn't feeling good. So um, as soon as I started warming up, like I started warming up before they even called down there, I knew what you know what was about to happen. And mm-hmm. So I was warming up. I was getting ready, just making sure I was kind of over prepared instead of under prepared, and. Um, they called down, and sure enough, it was me, and I was I was ready to rock. And at that point, I was just like, I kind of like blacked out. Like I just don't really remember anything, uh, warming up wise. Uh, and I felt like I was probably throwing 105 in the bullpen <laughs> warming up. And um, I actually, uh, so all my all the teammates, all the other bullpen guys were down there, and you know the the gate opened, and I ran onto the field, and I was kind of like getting dizzy. <laughs> And uh, I, I jogged down, actually jogged uh, to the cut of the grass, and um, I, I actually almost, like, uh, I almost passed out. Like, I was, because I had Holy just Lord. jogged, and I was, like, had, you know, emotions coming from every uh, facet of my body. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, I kind of had to, I was like, whoa, um, there's no fans here either. And I, I was, like, kind of getting dizzy, and I, I had to start walking and, like, slowing down my breathing. And, you know, just, like, kind of those those typical things, like, and then I, you know, David gave me the ball, and he was like, you know, uh, like, let's get out. It's like, this is all that matters. And so uh, I got first pitch was, again, probably 150 miles an hour. <laughs> and then after that, I was like, you know what? It, this is just baseball. Like, I've been here before. It's the same distance. It's the same thing. Um, I actually I hit the first batter, and I started freaking out. I was like, oh, God, <laughs> this is not how I want to start my big league career. Just, like, first pitch ball guys, and yeah. hit, the, hit the first batter and, <laughs> Uh, the second batter, uh, he almost hit a home run dead center. He was a warning track pop up, pop out. And after that, after I came into the dugout, I was like, man, that wasn't as bad as I thought. <laughs> and uh, I went out for the second inning, and I just kind of started cruising. I hit my gear, and I, I was just cruising. Um, Rizzo got me late. 
he's a great hitter. Um, but, you know, against the Cubs, it was, you know, a great team this year. It was really exciting. I faced a lot of good hitters. Um, it, it was, like I said, it was very nerve-wracking up front. But I'm, once I started getting going, you know, it's the same thing. It's just baseball. And uh, I, I loved it. And it was, it, I couldn't, I, 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 you know, reliving that moment right there, just talking about it, kind of got my emotions going a little bit just thinking about it. But it was a great time. Great teammates, you know, supported me along the way. And uh, I can't thank any, everyone enough for that, that opportunity. That's awesome, man. We have Reds pitcher TJ Antone with us here on the Justin Kenner Show on 1410 ESPN Radio. Now, this being your rookie season, uh, we saw a lot of innings uh, from you, you know, in relief work. We got to see a few starts out of you. What is, I mean, when the Reds look at you, what do they see? And when you look at yourself, what do you see? What, what, what is your role? Are you a relief guy moving forward? I mean, obviously, not maybe not next season, but big picture. Do you want to get, you know, into the rotation? What is your career outlook as far as how you view yourself from a pitching role standpoint? Yeah, I want to be a number one. I want to be a number one starter. Um, like, that's that's always been my goal. Um, obviously, whatever the Reds need from me, I'll be the jack-of-all-trades <laughs> as long as that keeps me on the field. I want to help this team win. So, that you know, that's kind of how they use me this year. And I understand, like, being a rookie, that's kind of your role. Like, hey, start here, relieve here. And I prepared my body for that. I was ready for that. And I'm glad, I'm, in, in a way, I'm kind of glad it was a 60-game season. Because it is, it is tough to um, kind of keep your body going on those different roles for long periods of time. Um, but, you know, like I said, I, li- I want to be a starter. I want to be a number one. That's my goal. That's what I want to be. Um, I, I want to follow, you know, Bauer's shoes, and I yep. want to be a Cy Young. I want to make an all-star team every year. Like, that's the goal. I want to play for 15 years and do that. So um, I see myself being a starter, but like I said, anything the team needs, I'll do it. You mentioned Trevor Bauer, and what a fantastic... I mean, he's just a lightning rod, man. He's one of the most polarizing stars in baseball right now. He, You know, you think back to the history of the Cincinnati Reds. I mean, all those great teams that they have had, you know, the Big Red Machine, all the World Series, uh, you know, teams that they have had. They've never had a pitcher win a Cy Young until this past season uh, with Trevor Bauer. And you were, you know, a part of that season. You got to work with him and, and pitch with him. I'm just curious, what was that like? What, what separates him from all the other pitchers that you've worked with? And what did you learn from him? Because he's he's a guy that is he's he fascinates me because he loves to teach the game too. Uh, he loves that aspect of it. So what did you learn from him? What's some Trevor Bauer stories you can give us? Yeah, so obviously going in as a rookie, you know to you know give the veterans their space and um, let their let them do their jobs. But uh, Trevor was was really cool to me uh, this year. He took the time to like really you know walk me through some some you know some outings that I had and. and teach me through them and you know when I, I remember one specific outing I was facing the White Sox and I had like um, I had given up a, I think I, I threw a first pitch uh, slider and he took it for a strike and I threw a second pitch slider and he swung and missed just looked absolutely ridiculous <laughs> and then my it was like 0-2 and I went like fastball I tried to go fastball up and uh, gave up a double off the wall and gave up a run and um, he, he came over to my locker after the game and, and was like what were you thinking here? Like pitch by pitch, what were you thinking? And so I was walking him through it and he was like, why, you know, why did you throw that pitch? And, and he really like took the time to actually like explain to me what I should be watching and what, why I should be throwing certain pitches and where I should be throwing certain pitches. And, and I think, um, I think we ended up losing that game because of that. I, I believe if I'm correct. Um, and it, it was just really cool to like kind of have that veteran, that veteran move to like, take that, you know, rookie under your wing and, and really take the time out of his day. He didn't have to say anything to me at all. Like, I, you know, he could be like, yeah, figure it out yourself. And it was really cool to 
to have him, you know, step to the side and, and, and give me those insights uh, here and there. But, yeah, Trevor, that's, you know, kind of a personal story. But, you know, stepping back and looking at him more of a, on a, just watching him on a daily basis, man, he is very, very meticulous about his work. He tracks everything. Like, every single thing he does, he tracks. He writes it down every single day. He's tracking his, his like, his shoulder strength, his internal external rotation, like, uh, mobility, his jumping, like, how high he jumps every single day. Like, he's tracking everything. Sleep, his eating. Like, it's very, very meticulous work what he's doing. And he's very calculated with his moves. And, uh, you know, some of that can be overkill. You know, you go to a pitcher like Sonny Gray, and he's just, you know, go get her. Like, I'm going to punch him out. I don't really care how I feel. I'm just going to punch him out. And, and that's a cool mentality on the, on, the, on the mound you need to have. But it's also really cool to see the other side of it where he's very calculated with his moves and strategic and how he's going about his day and, and his bullpens and not just throwing a bullpen. He's throwing a very, 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 like, like I said, meticulous and, and thought-out bullpen. And um, it was cool to kind of watch that throughout the whole season. Um, I, on, on a personal uh, level, I kind of wish he would come back so I could learn more from him, um, you know, and I and I think the team could use him, but, you know, I hope the best for him, and I'm sure he'll find a, a phenomenal team and he'll help someone else, uh, hope, hopefully for him, you know, win a World Series. That'd be really cool. Last thing, TJ, and I'll let you go. I, I mean, you've given me plenty of time today. I appreciate it. But, like, I feel like sure. for you being a young pitcher, like, that's the one thing, like, the Trevor Bauer effect is going to go on further than this year. And I'm with you, by the way. Like, I'm counting, you know, I'm praying, you know, to every heaven out there that the Reds find a way to bring him back. But, you know, when I, I've been watching this rebuild for a while, and a lot of the young pitchers who were in your role, who were, you know, being thrown out into the fire a little bit, they didn't have those veteran guys to really look at. And that's no disrespect to those guys, because, you know, Bronson Arroyo and some others who were brought in late, like, they have, they've put in the work, but they weren't the same animal they were when they were in their prime. You got to see these veteran greats in their prime right now and learn from them here. I feel like that's for you, and a lot of these current young Reds pitchers are going to have that advantage moving forward, that maybe some of the other guys, like Michael Lorenzen and others, who have taught themselves and put themselves in great position now moving forward they maybe didn't have that opportunity early in their careers the way you did i think that's what's going to be the interesting thing moving forward is seeing what you guys take from what you've learned from these veterans uh and putting it into your aspect of you know preparing for games moving forward absolutely yeah like you know lucas sims is another one he's Mm -hmm. he's fresh uh in the league and and man he has just made strides left and right um he's he's a learner and he's always seeking knowledge and he's the same way like I mean, he'll he'll take information from anyone to to make himself better, and that's really cool. And I, I I appreciate these veterans that are taking the time to like teach us rookies like how to do it. And like you said, there are other rookies that didn't get that um, that time with them, or you know, made sure they kind of st- stuck bad and, and taught themselves. And it is what it is. You know, some people um, have that ability to to learn and, and, and take the time and, and teach you know rookies and some people you know they don't they just do their job and that's cool too it is what it is but um no I, i'm very appreciative of some of these veterans and um that are taking the time to teach us us rookies it's, it means a lot to i know it means a lot to me and i'm sure it means a lot to some of the other rookies all right, TJ, send us out with this. What's next? I mean, because we, when we talk about the pandemic, you got to experience a full regular uh, type of spring training last year. Might, maybe it got cut short at the end, I believe. But you got to experience the full, you know, prepare, mentally preparing for spring training, packing up, heading to spring training, pitching in spring training games. Uh, obviously, it was cut short last year. We don't know what the future holds for this spring training coming up. What are you hearing? Uh, how are you preparing? What has this offseason been like for you? Because just because the season ended, it didn't mean that the pandemic ended. 
did. How has that impacted how you, your teammates, and your coaches, managers, and everything communicated throughout this offseason? Yeah, um, business as usual for me. Yeah, we're getting ready. Uh, for like, They haven't said anything about fans specifically coming or – um, for both, from what I know, it's business as usual. I'm showing up to camp on time, um, which is early February, and uh, I'm taking my off season just as normal, and I'm getting prepared, mentally prepared, um, working on things that I suck at, and, and <laughs> fine tuning the things that I'm good at. And um, you know, I'm excited to kind of debut in front of fans, and, and finally actually get those fans. Like, I'm so excited to have my family out and watch games. So. Uh, that's kind of what I'm most excited about is just for my family to come watch me. But also I miss, I miss the fans, man. I've, I've been trying to uh, communicate with a lot of them on Instagram and, and, and keep up with that. And I appreciate everyone that's reaching out and kind of followed me throughout the year. And, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I can't wait to kind of see people face to face. And I hope, you know, this kind of, this uh, pandemic goes away so we can kind of get life back to normal. And, and cause I, I really do enjoy the fan face to face and getting to know people and just kind of like, you know they're there for us, and you know we're there for them. We, I, I feel like it's a great relationship. So I'm um, business as usual for me. All right, Cincinnati Reds pitcher TJ Antone, awesome enough to hang out with us here today. TJ, you the man. Thank you so much again. Congratulations on the great rookie season. I'm excited for what's ahead for you in this Reds team. Last year was fun. Uh, all things considered, it was fun, uh, and to build on that's going to be exciting to follow and watch moving forward. Thank you again. Take care. Stay healthy. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Anytime.